0: One of the questions I get asked all the time is, Raul, how can I help my wife grow? How can I help my spouse go to the next level? Because I'm growing, I'm expanding, but sometimes I feel like my wife is not meeting me halfway. The question I ask all the time is, are you growing? Are you expanding? What are you doing to focus on you? Because let's be honest, in the last 20 plus years I've been married, the one thing I've learned is that you cannot change somebody else. It is impossible for you to force your partner to grow with you. The only thing you could do is focus on what you control, which is yourself. I want to share with you this conversation I had with my wife at the Next Level Virtual Leadership Summit, we share with our leaders what it's like for us to be in this leadership role at the same time, feel like we are growing and expanding and not leaving each other behind.
1: This is Vivian Velasquez
0: And this is Raul Velasquez.
1: Welcome to the God Money and Purpose podcast. Yes, so uh, Raul and I have been married uh, for 20, tw- 22 years, and we've been together since high school. And, you know, like marriage is one of those things that really could bring out the best in you or the worst in you. And um, we've had such an amazing journey that... You know, the, the moment that you could sit back and realize like all this, like this, the, the big picture of what's in front of you, relationship, you, whether it's your partner, I mean I know there's some woman in the call, whether it's your husband or your wife or your partner or your loved one, when you really sit back and you realize like, this man has actually helped me or this woman has actually helped me be this person that I am today. And and that in itself is like, oh, that's that's why God put you in my life for. Mm. And when you realize that, then then you start to think of a relationship with different ideas. And I think right now, that's in the place where Raul and I are because we've been together for so long. We know so much of each other, but we're no longer just thinking of like, a uh, uh, me, I, I, what do I want? What do I need? What do, you know, it's just, now it's more like, how can i love you how can i serve you how can i live you know to love you so relationships do change there are many different levels in relationships and i love the fact that if we could just take the time like you know we've heard today i think a lot of like gratitude and i think that's something huge that we don't usually exercise in our relationships as much as we should and that is something that we really been doing and that has really shifted our relationship in this 20 plus years and i think that's that's something that we could take in from you know all of this that we've heard today is like gratitude is a huge thing and what are the questions that you're asking yourself what are the questions that you ask yourself for your relationship and when you shift those questions Then the relationship starts to shift.
0: What one of the things that I just heard you say right now that is key is when you start looking at your relationship from a different point of view, and not necessarily thinking, "What can I get from you?" Because here's what happens when you're in the survival stage: you're always taking, you're always taking. What's in it for me? What can you do for me? But then you can't give. If you're empty too. So the first step in our relationship, when we started to actually get to a place where right now is we had to start working on ourselves. I had to figure it out how do I how do I feed myself? How do I build myself? How do I create the man that I want to be? So then I don't depend on this woman to to help me. Right. I think mean, a lot of men we are secretly codependent on our wives to praise us or to validate who we are because we're insecure about who we are. And when a woman is not on board, then we always say, well, she didn't support me, that's why I failed, or she didn't do this, that's what you know, I gave up. When the reality is if you are in a place where hey, this is where I'm going, this is who I am, this who I am becoming, whether she's on board or not, you, this train is still moving. <laughs> and that's the moment that, that your queen and your, your wife is gonna look at you from a different set of viewpoint.
1: And then something else that's really big that's coming out for a lot of the women, which I'm just starting to coach women now like in, in a broader uh, sense. But one of the biggest things is, are we worthy? And that's something so big that I see with women nowadays. And not just women, but even in a relationship. Like, am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of having someone love me for who I am? Is, is this enough? And when we get in tune, like for me, I could say honestly, like this, it's been five years that I'm just learning to really know like who, and I could curse in here because Ravel curses all the time, but excuse my language, it's kinda hard for me to say it. (laughs) Like who the fuck am I? And when you realize that, and when you really realize when your mind catches up to what your heart really knows, and I'll say that again, like when your mind catches up to what your heart already knows of who you are because your heart knows you know Raul and I especially I believe in God and when you believe in that just that idea alone and you realize that God made this goddess and I could say that all day long but that's my my mind and my heart really are are they in line to that idea that I am this goddess Therefore, therefore goddess deserves to be loved deserves to feel love, to be treated with love, then that's a whole different aspect. And that's something that women, that I didn't feel that for a long time because I didn't feel that I was worthy of love. And in the minute that like that catches on and you feel like worthy, then I feel worthy of love. Then you see me with different eyes. Then I see you with different eyes then there is no sense of fighting for love, but it's because I know that I already love myself, so then that's more than enough. And, and I am more than enough.
0: And you see how it comes down to the feeling of not enoughness. Right. right? And so if a man feels like I'm not enough, automatically I'm trying to get you to validate my not enoughness so you can make me feel like, okay, I, I am enough.
1: And the same thing for me. And when
0: a woman doesn't feel enough, <laughs> then it's trying to find a man to validate who they are. So in both cases, the unconscious, connection of codependency, depending on each other, is what breaks relationships. Yes. And, and unless you take ownership, say, okay, I'm not going to depend on this I'm not, So We talk about I want you, I don't need you. And that's you know, where the where I constantly I'm reminded a like, energy. like 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 I, I, like I you see like the te- difference I, I tell I tell you all the time like I want to be with you you know and, yeah. like and, and I, I know she, wa- she wants she wants <laughs> me she doesn't need me so yeah. the moment that you're no longer in that needy energy I need you so I could become the king I need you so I could build my business, I need you
1: yeah and, and just just to say something to that like th- there's there's some men out here there's some men out there that are kings already. And I think like you have to believe that. And the minute that you believe that, when you know that you're that king, your queen will show up. Hmm. You know, one of the things that I tell the girls, I'm like, you know, when faith, when, when you have like fear knocking at that door, faith shows up and answers it. When there's a king in that kingdom, like there's a queen that's gonna come and knock at that door, but she won't come until you're ready. It doesn't happen that way.
0: So I just finished uh, the book the King's Code. And as I'm writing the book, I realize that I can't wait. The, that we all have the birthright. As men, we have a birthright to become kings. That's, that's been a birthright. As men, we are, we, you know, I believe in God. I believe that God made us in His image, so He is a God, so therefore, you know, we are kings, right? right. But in this conscious level that we live in, we have to make a choice to choose to become the king. Yeah. To choose to say, okay, I'm, I'm willing to become the king. And I think the fear for a lot of men is am I really the king? Do I really believe that I'm the king? Uh, I, if, if a woman doesn't feel, does it make me feel that I'm the king? Am I really the king? And I think we battle, we battle a lot. And, and the one way to break through that pattern is to really exude that energy of believing in yourself and, and really finding you know, what makes you worthy of being a king without the attachment of having the queen validate you, without the attachment of the world even validating you. Because the, the world that you want to build comes from within. You know, I'm, I'm looking back and when I went to the tunnel and you were kicking my ass saying, hey, why, why are you going to the seminars? Why are you doing this? And what, like you had a glimpse of the things that I was going through because even with you, you, know, you didn't know the full story until later on of like my, my depression, my darkness, my suicidal thoughts. Because the point, is, the, the point for us is, as men is not to exude any weakness, right? right. But the moment that as men, like if, if I would have brought into what you were saying, I would have felt even worse because I said, well, my wife doesn't believe that I could make it happen, so I'm going to quit, right? Yeah. But I had a deep desire in me and said, I need to figure things out. Because for me, it's a must. I was in so much pain that I had, it had to be a must for me. Yes. Whether you agreed or not, I was going to break through. So I think a lot of men, if one thing that you get out of this conversation right now is your wife may not even know the pain that you're going through. She, and she doesn't need to. And she may not ever understand. But what you're going through is up to you. You are the only one who chooses the path that you're in. Once you come out of that tunnel, it's a different story. Once you come out of the story, then your wife starts to really take a shift on the energy. So talk to them a little bit about what happens when a man is in the tunnel, because we have a lot of new guys here, um, what's the energy that they exude and how, how can, a, how can um, they communicate with their wives so they don't get on the way of the, of the journey, and then what happens at the end of the tunnel when a man completes his journey.
1: Okay. Well, the tunnel i think it's you know as many of you may know or have heard raul talk about it the tunnel is just a sacred place for you to be in it's a place where like you go there by yourself don't think that anyone could walk in there with you because it's such a narrow lonely place that it, it's only made for you and i really wouldn't say lonely it doesn't need to be lonely but it's a place made for you and i think like if you want somebody to go holding your hand you've already, like, failed at that. But it's a place for you to 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 take your time, a place that is sacred, a place that it's, you know, just your own place to feel the emotion and to have your inner truth, like you were talking about. Because I think a lot of the time for men, what we see a lot, it's like, or what I saw in you, it's like you didn't have that space. Nobody creates that space. Nobody makes it okay for you to have that space. Or even for women, um, and, and I think like once you're there, like give yourself permission to speak the truth. Give yourself permission to actually be honest to whatever's happening. Because when you go in that place, then that's like your sacred place. It's your choice. And then once you come out from there, y- you, you come out with like a different mentality. You come out with thinking like, okay, whether I made the right or the right choice, that was my choice. And it, it's a sense of freedom. And I know that um, it takes some time and I think that's something that most men don't, don't gift, gift themselves, is the gift of time. So like give yourself the time just to be there, whatever time it is for you, like for everybody's different. And you know, just allow, now in the other perspective of like if, if your wife is waiting towards the end, wife or partner, just give her, give her also the time because all of this, you know, like relationships are, are not difficult, but it's like we need to have a better, deeper communication. And that's something that we're just learning to communicate. When Raul came out of the tunnel, like, you know, you would have thought that he would have like this cheerleader waiting for him. Like, yes, you came out of the tunnel. That's not always the case because we are on the other side. We're like frustrated and angry and like ha- building resentment, like, What the fuck took you so long? Like, I'm waiting for you here. I'm holding up the castle. Like, I can't take this anymore. I I have all these questions and I need some answers. I need someone to talk to. Like, where have you been? See, that's, that's the energy. And maybe that's not what you want to hear at the end when you come out of the tunnel, because you're thinking like, well, here comes the king. And that might not be enough for us. You also have to understand, like, how do we feel? Do we really want to be this queen when you come out? do we really want to take that responsibility? Do we even know what that means? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all these questions, and I think, you know, something that Raul and I have learned over this past couple of years is like, we are not each other's enemies. We are here to help and to love on each other. Mm-hmm. And how can I make your life a little bit better, right?
0: I, I was, so we're going to try to picture the, the tunnel and the experience of the tunnel as a journey of war. Right? This is where a man goes to war. This is the inner war.
1: Yeah. The
0: inner war within yourself, the inner war between who you have to be versus who you, who you want to become. That's the war that we have inside ourselves. That's, that's the voice of the not having enough, not being enough, to the, the, the voice that says you were born for greatness. Right? So in the middle of this tunnel is when you're battling. In the middle of this tunnel is when most men are sabotaging their relationships. But also in the middle of this tunnel, there is no time. Don't put a time into it, you know, it may take put months. A time it may for take, yourself. It may take years. And yeah. some, you know, for me specifically, it was I, I was a couple of years, I was in the middle of the tunnel because I didn't have the support system that we have here. I didn't have the, the tools that and I the have. the understanding for, uh, uh, of what uh, you're or, going through. Or at least the framework, right, yeah. that we talk about, right? Yeah. I thought I was going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. When a man goes through the tunnel, from a woman's perspective, it seems like this guy is just disconnected, right? Yes. He's disconnected. So, uh, And then the more you try to connect, because I know from my experience, you were trying to connect, you were trying to do everything in your power, and I was more like, leave me alone. like (laughs) Leave me alone. And that's where I think that if there's one thing I could go back and and advise people, uh, women or men, Mm -hmm. is just communicate, listen, I'm going through this, has nothing to do with you. So I'm going through my own battle right now, and, and I might not even understand what that looks like, but I'm going through my, it, it's not, it has nothing to do with you, it's something that I have to discover within myself.
1: Yeah, and I think that's something huge that you say that, because when, once you're in the tunnel that we have this huge, it's just a disconnect, and for us as women, our sole you know, intention of life is to have connection, like mm. we want to have connection all the time if it's not with you guys it has to be with like a sister or a community or like a, a dance group or something the minute that we don't have that connection for us is fatal hmm. and yeah when you're in the tunnel you can't make decisions you, you can't give me the time that i deserve so it's, it's full like
0: of all, full of uncertainty right full of uncertainty.
1: so it's it's unfair even for the woman to want so much of you and when I know that, that the men are going through this, I try to um, encourage the women to actually take that time for themselves. Like this is the perfect time. If your man is going through the tunnel, you know, don't continue to punch him and kick him in the balls. But actually make the time for yourself to actually like, okay, he's going through this, like what can I do? How do I build myself up? How do I take care of myself? Like this is a good place to start self love.
0: Uh, and one thing that I see uh, another pattern um, with, the, with the guys that we coach is that they've f- put false sense of expectations to themselves saying, I'm going to break through this tunnel, I'm going to break through. Like, they don't have the patience enough to actually say, like, I, I don't care how long it takes, I just need to rebuild from within.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, and at the end of the rebuild, at, at re- the end of the breakthrough, also know that it doesn't end there. I think a lot of the men that, that we work with, you know, they come out of their tone and say, "Okay, now you know everything is gonna be awesome, right? Now everything is gonna be great." No, that's just the beginning of it. Like now, you look back, I'm like, "Shit, I need to work on my relationships. I need to work on the things that I've done." It's like clean up the space from the uh, the, the war. Like if you go to war, you there's casualties of war, yeah. right? There is like towns that have been destroyed because of war. Yeah. So now you go through this inner war. You got to come on the other side and you have to heal the relationships that you might have been disconnected from.
1: And that's a huge thing. And, you know, a lot of the times that we tell guys, like, go back. When you come out of your tunnel and you become you have this such sense of awareness of what happened in your relationship. If you don't heal the past, if you don't heal what happened in your relationships, they kind of haunt you like it doesn't go away. Mm (laughs) <laughs> and every time you want to have a conversation, every time t- you have a fight, it comes up. Guess why? Because you never healed that mm-hmm. part. Yep. You didn't take the time to heal it. And sometimes, you know, it takes more courage to go back and to heal it than to actually ignore it.
0: So let's, let's take some questions right now. Let's get some, some Q&A. Raise your hand if you have questions. If you think you're going through a tunnel, if you think that maybe, you know, you're frustrated with your queen, that, um, that you need some feedback, who has questions or who's brave enough to stay here. All right, so we got Ron, is that Ron? Ron, unmute yourself please. Okay, uh, this is great, I I love this.
2: Again, some feedback. Um, Yeah, you know, going through the tunnel, I mean, can can you guys kind of define what that looks like and what what you're going through? I mean, if you're redefining yourself, you know, it's, it's who you want to become as an individual, because that's a never-ending yeah. journey. You're always looking to get better. And ha- how do you keep that connection while you're in the tunnel? If it's if it's never-ending, I mean, how do you keep that connection? I'm in this great relationship now, and I want to make sure it stays that way.
0: Got it. All right. So, so first thing, the tunnel is is never never-ending. There's there's there's, there's a tu- there's a, a beginning and there is an end, but there's multiple many tunnels you're gonna go through life as you go through the experience. But the main tunnel run is one that allows you to actually shed away all the things that are unnecessary. Uh, Maybe in your business, you already lost the passion for your business. Maybe you lost the passion for certain things and you're shedding away the things that were superficial before. So at the warrior stage, everything is mostly superficial. You wanna look good, you wanna feel good, everything is about you. And then when you start discovering that there is more to life than just you, you go through this phase like, what the fuck is life about? Mm-hmm. Like, what's my purpose? You know, what do I really need this? What am I really striving for more? It's more of where the, the time when you feel like as a man, you're kinda of like, fuck, Like I've already done a lot of things or I don't want to do all these things. Like, what do I really wanna do, right? Yeah. So then uh, from my experience, that, that's the moment that you start shitting away the superficial armor so you feel comfortable with who you are within the armor. Because before that, you will position yourself. You wear an armor based on your your, your business, based on your position, based on who you were, and all those things were the, the experience of you. Going to the tunnel sheds away all that and lets you see who you truly are. Uh, so how do you keep that connection? It's just like if as, as if you continue to, to evolve. It's like you have to communicate. I said, hey, like I don't... You know i'm going through this experience right now i just lead, that's my space to be able to grow and figure it out what's going on the biggest thing that since we don't know what's going on with ourselves and a lot of men they think that they go into a middle of crisis automatically what we do is we start a business like we think okay let me get excited about a business let me get excited about something else we buy expensive shit, a car or or we don't we feel like we need somebody else to fulfill us we have affairs we look for somebody else to 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 give us a praise we try to we we try to fill that, that that hole with something on the outside instead of looking at something in the inside.
1: Mm.
0: Anything else you want to add?
1: No, I would say that's that's pretty much sums it up. It's so I'm your so connection
0: student. with with your w- connection with your with his wife. How do you connect? How do you keep that connection?
1: i definitely be honest. I think a lot of the times men are scared to really say what's happening at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I know for you, sometimes you try to, I wouldn't say hide it, but you just want to cover it instead of really letting me know what's happening and trying to protect me. And I think instead of protecting me, you harm the the relationship because I know, like we have this sixth sense and Mm -hmm. we tap into it all the time. And instead of you being honest, it's just I feel like you're hiding something from me and that makes it worse. So honesty is the key and you really surrendering to your true feelings and voicing that out. Then I think that's the best way. That's what's kept our relationship. And one alive. thing you have
0: to, you know, I want to acknowledge that their sixth sense never fails. Like no. Women know. <laughs> like we think that we're good liars. We think that we're we good we go at hiding. We can't no. hide for shit no. when it comes to the woman's sixth sense. No. All right. Next. Raise your hand who's brave enough to ask a question. Microphone for Joe. Do we have one there too? Is that Bruce? Brian? Who's that, Jay? (coughs) Raise your hand higher. (laughs) John. John. Go ahead,
3: John. I can you hear me? Yeah, we, we got you. Okay. Um, going through this process, going through the tunnel, um, I guess this is probably more directed towards uh, Vivian, but how would, how do you explain this to your partner mm. when their response is, this is your crap, you got to deal with it and I don't want to know anything about it? It's
0: a great question. How, how does he explain? this to his partner without scaring her or without even you know making it more than, than what really is?
1: Well, I would say it's really hard for you to even explain to her what you're going through because you don't know what you're going through. But the minute that you say, and sometimes less is more, and I've told this to Raul plenty of times, like I feel when something, when he's going through something, But if he just dedicates the time to tell me that something is happening and he can't explain it, Mm. but he'll get back to me and everything is going to be okay, then that itself is like, okay, do what you have to do, but come back and tell me what the hell we're doing here. Um, I think just letting her know that you're not going anywhere. Mm. I think that's, for women, our biggest fear is like, Are you gonna come back to me? Is is this still gonna work out? Is, you know, what happens if the the lion's coming after me and you're not gonna be here? Who's gonna protect me, right? I think if she knows that you're gonna be there, which if that is your honest truth, that's what you say, if not, don't say it. If you're gonna be there, just let her know that because you need to figure that stuff out. I think you need to gift yourself again, Mm -hmm. gift yourself the time to know how long and how much you need to be there. But ultimately, like, let her know what's happening in your life. There's no sense of you hiding it.
0: That's a, that's a great great frame. So one thing that I will tell you what I would have done different in my experience is I would have been honest with Vivian to say that I'm going through a dark time. I need my time. I need to figure things out. What she knew is that I'm going to build my business. <laughs> so how I masked my discovery at the beginning was I want to go to this personal development
1: Every uh, program, person in
0: development. so I could build my business. <laughs> so she didn't know that the problem was me. She thought my problem was my business. She was like, what? Why do we have no, a problem in the I business? No, I thought the problem was me. Oh, oh you, see, you see now, you see, we think that we're trying to hide, <laughs> yeah. thinking that we're masking our problems in business, when the reality is we're doing the opposite. We're creating more insecurity on our partner, because now they think that he's going away because he wants to avoid me. So I'm the problem. Yes. So I, what I would have done, I would have been more honest. I said, listen, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know. I just know that I have this depression energy, this energy of, of not having a purpose of, of really uncertainty. I need to figure out what, how I can come back to my center, how I can go back to my core. How do, how do I come back to being grounded?
1: And I still love you. And, and I'm still reassured, for you.
0: I, I'm reassured yeah. that I'm going to come back yeah. to, to continue in this path together. Now, if, there is no, if, there is, if you have a hesitation, that, and again, when you're in the tunnel, if you go into a tunnel, I don't suggest you make a, um, a, a decision on your relationship when you go into the tunnel because it could easily seem that it's her. And usually that's what the mind automatically says, well, if I have a better wife or a wife that supports me or a wife that, that, that fixes me, then I wouldn't be in the tunnel. No, the tunnel has nothing to do with your wife. The tunnel has to do with you. Now, after you go to the tunnel, then you start deciding from a place of
3: certainty, not from a place of fear. Right, well, I understand that. My my question is kind of, I don't know how to uh, convey to her and let her. I, I, I've told her, I'm, I'm never gonna leave her. I love her, I will, it's, that's just not, that's a given, she knows that. But it's, my wife is a lioness. She will, rip me apart the minute she even thinks anything's a little off mm. and i just want to be able to share with her that you know what things aren't right with me things i got to work something out and how do i mm. how can i get that to her so that she feels safe yeah at the same time as um figuring it out myself
0: so, so when you say your wife is lioness is, is it does she love the control is that she wants to be in control of everything? Is that she wants to know, like, what's, you know, tell me what's going on, tell me what's wrong with you, like, tell me how to, Is that, is she in that energy of trying to
3: control the relationship? To an extent, yes, because yeah. she's, she comes from, uh, she has a background, her father, she found her father with uh, a family friend, mm. and that caused the divorce. Yeah. And so, so she's got issues with that, but, yeah. She tends to. She needs to know that she's in control to an extent. She needs to, um, but she doesn't want the responsibility of the control.
0: Yeah. So, so for every single one of you, I want you to pick up this book called *The Way of the Superior Man*. *The Way of the Superior Man* will give you the framework of masculine and energy, a masculine feminine energy. What, what just hearing this conversation makes me uh, believe that your wife is very into her masculine, right? She wants to be, she's an INS, so she wants to run the show. She wants to be in control because again, she wants to not experience the same thing that her mom experienced, right? So what would you say in that case, uh, Vivian? How do you break the f- masculine energy to, how do you shift the polarity? Because it feels that as he's trying to walk on thin ice, just not to wake up the lioness. Is that right? That you don't want to disrupt the lioness because you don't want her to fucking eat you alive, right? (laughs) But at the end, you're not not fully a lion (laughs) because you don't feel the certainty. So therefore, you know, she feels already to the uncertainty. So again, that's going to create a lot of uh, disruption in the polarity.
1: I mean, I would say she wants to be a lioness. That's amazing. We all need to be a lioness. Let her go hunt and do her thing. But you need to be the lion that God created you to be or whatever you believe in, your stars, the moon. But if you're not that lion, if you don't have that polarity, that roar that wakes the shit out of her, then, you know, it's like. What? Where is the where is the polarity? Where is the sexual chemistry? Where is all of that coming from? She cannot be ruling you. It has to be you ruling her. Like who's the head and who's the tail? And you do what you want in your household. I'm just telling you how it works in my household. Like I make a lot of decisions and I am a lioness and I love to have control, but I know when I need to surrender to my man because of, you know, who he is. And when you're going through that tunnel, like let her know, like I need my time, I need my space. This is this is what I deserve. If you feel you deserve it, like I deserve this time. We deserve this time. I'm going to come out to, out of this tunnel and I'm gonna be the mm. man that you need me to be. Maybe you have forgotten. Mm. Maybe you need to remember all over again, like who God created you to be.
0: That that's a great answer because I just you know hear you say that ten years ago, she wouldn't have said that. 10 years ago, she was like, I'm the one running the show. I'm the one in control. I'm the one doing this. I'm the lioness. I'm the and lioness. And, and if, you know, so I, could, I feel your, your pain. I feel you because my fear was like, hey, listen, let me just build my business. And I, let, me, let me be the lion in the cage that I could control because I don't want to create friction at home. And that's what a lot of us, what we do is, we don't want to create the friction, unnecessary friction. But here's what I want you to consider. Like, if, if you're not embodying every aspect of you to be a leader, that part of you that feels a fear or the reacting is going to catch up in your business. is going to catch up in your health. It's going to catch up in every single area. So better now that you start really embracing that. I said, okay, you know what? We're going to go through some pain. She may not agree with you a little bit. She might not even understand what you're going through, but I guarantee you that at the end of the tunnel, you're going to become a better man. And she's going to love you for it. Ten times more. Because now she's a lioness with a fucking lion. And both of you are going to be running this shit. Love it. Two claps. Next level. All right. One more. One more before we break. Uh, Joe. All right. So in my experience, guys,
2: is I've been in this program for five years. And my wife and I have been getting there for 20 years, similar to you guys. And what happens is in the first part of this journey, as you start to evolve and grow into the king, she's going to feel not enough. Right, so, whatever her insecurities were before, they're going to multiply several times. So, what, what I recognized in my wife early on is I would have a conversation in business on the phone. She overheard me and it would scare the shit out of her. She's like, Where's this massive vision coming from doing all these things? So, I stopped telling her so much stuff and started hiding those things, right? But now, here we are, the last two years, she's grown into. The lioness, she's grown into the queen and now I was having a conversation with the other folks, she's like, why didn't you tell me about that? I'm like, well, before this scared the shit out of you, I didn't want to tell you, so I was trying to protect her. She's said, like, "Oh no, I want to know about that because I got insights. Now she's sharing her insights That's based awesome. upon us doing the work every single day. Mm-hmm. And as you grow into the, the king, she yes. stops kicking the balls, number one. Now she's like, here, let me pet him a little bit before <laughs> I kick him. <laughs> so the reality was is that don't protect your queens as they grow. Mm-hmm. As you grow and do your shit, own your shit, own all the things that in the relationship early on, but as you grow, she's growing with you. You don't see it. And then together, that unity, that polarity that we talk about when the man and the feminine the feminine and masculine come in together as one,
0: mm-hmm. that's a powerful force.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful. What,
0: what can Love you add it. to that, Vivian? Love Not to protect the the queen from, from the growth.
1: Yeah, I would say that's an awesome insight, not to protect her, but at the same time, give her the space that she needs to grow. Because I know that's something for Raúl and I that was so true. It's like he was growing at his own. Once he came out of the tunnel, he knew who he was. Like he remembered, right? And then I needed my own time because our time is not the same. So I couldn't run at his speed. I, mm-hmm. I tried. I really tried and I couldn't keep up. It was hurting my body. It was hurting me emotionally, physically. And then I realized, like, no, like, Vivian, it's Vivian. And I got to do what I got to do, and I'm worthy of this moment right now. This, it's going to take me this amount of time. It's going to take me five, ten years. Who cares? In ten years, I'll be the, first, the best version of me. Right? Beautiful. And then, worthy of it.
0: Beautiful. Give it a hand, guys. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level.
1: And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast.
0: See you in the next episode.